Welcome. We are your host, Chris and Tammy. In this podcast, we dive into the mindset for networking strategies and skills you'll need to build a solid foundation to build a global business. We've built a multi-million dollar business and have mentored thousands of people around the globe in the last 25 years. Well, folks, welcome. And today's training is so important, which is third-party credibility. If I can credit... uh, uh, a technique or a, a training segment or my strategy of building my business, it's, I, I would say, 90%, more than that, 95% of the revenue that we have today contributes to the use of third-party credibility. And and one thing that I found is associates that are utilizing third-party credibility tend to always have a higher closing ratio than the folks that are trying to do this all on their own. Yeah, I think, I mean, we're, we're so accustomed to uh, survive on our own um, in the traditional world, but coming into network marketing is, is really a different beast. And, and obviously we learned that 25 years ago. And you're absolutely right, Chris, when you talked about the, the percentage of the success that you've had over the years uh, came from those third-party uh, connections. It's it's the third parties that will um, will help you uh, solidify the result that you're looking for. But don't forget to to marry the whole process. Um, this is the the final process uh, for people to make decisions, uh, and but the whole process will lead up to this. We're all uh, prospecting people, connecting with people, building relationships with people. And then we're inviting them to have a look at something for th- those who are curious enough to have a look. And uh, in the process of that, there is a follow-up. And in that follow-up, it could be a third-party validation right away. What your, your goal is to build trust. The, the one thing in this business that Tammy and I have learned over the years, uh, when you look at this cycle, the prospecting, the inviting, and the follow-up is the, the trust factor, right? And I think a lot of people get into this business and hoping they'll make the sale and hoping that people will see the possibilities to, to you know, of the opportunity and sign up into their team. But the, the, the portion is the trust is not strong enough. You know, if you look at a scale from one to 10, 10 being the highest, a lot of folks, when they get first initiated to all this information, the level won't pass level three, level four, maybe level five. It could be level six, even level seven. But again, it's not just just trust in you. It's the trust in themselves, the trust in the process. And all of that actually will, uh, will clarify as you follow up and follow through with your following up process, because the main reason why people will consider looking or consuming or buying has a lot to do with the way you feel about whatever that something is. So, so why is it important? And we all know this, it's all about building credibility. And through the process, you're going to build some very powerful relationships, especially the ones who, who um, have the courage to step up and become an associate, become a customer, because they're going to get their own experience from this. And then, of course, um, the cost-effective, the time-effective uh, process, you're going to be um, creating that value around that, building uh, business building while being trained. This system 
you're actually training your your brand new person, your prospect on how to do this business. So you say third-party credibility, when do we use it? Well, uh, as we mentioned, it could be during a follow-up. It could be someone that is very, very skeptical. And one of the questions that I often ask, and some of you probably will testify to that, is uh, I ask is, what did you like best about what you saw? And again, it's a reminder, you don't ask questions like, what do you think? Because if it's a person that tends to always look on a negative side of things and you have to deal with a negative comment, then you have to, you have to climb that hill instead of starting from the top, right? Starting from a positive note. What did you like best about what you saw? That's a typical one-on-one training when it comes to uh, initiating a question when you do follow-up. What do you think? What do you like best? It's dangerous when you do that because now you're putting the faith into how they go about doing things and how they process information. And it may be a little harder for you to kind of bring them back up to where you want them to be. Okay. But the fact here is it, it will always serve you well to plug in your new associate to um, an upline leader, especially someone who's actually living the results of this. So when you present something that is credible, that brings another stream of income, that serves a very common problem that we have when it comes to our health. Again, all of this is going to build the, the belief, the interests, and the credibility on what we have to offer. These are some of the aspects on the third-party credibility as to when to use it and how to go about it. Okay. So, so number one is determine the purpose and desired outcome of the conversation. So when you are uh, asking for a third-party validation with whoever it is you're connecting with, um, you got, got to have an idea of the outcome you want to, um, your leader to move them towards. And then number two is to plan ahead for the third party exposure, um, at a presentation, one on one or by phone. You need to know, um, how you're going to set it up. So if you ask me, for example, to do a Zoom presentation with you, with you. So make sure that you have a Zoom account set up that you would invite me to your Zoom session. Brief your mentor on the prospect and purpose. So that was number three. We already discussed that so that you get that desired outcome and the timing for the conversation. Number four, if you're doing a three-way call, make sure you know how your technology works and your phone is equipped on, with three-way calls. And I think that all of us in the last two and a half years had to, um, had to adjust and learn a lot of this stuff. That's why I was laughing a little bit because I know myself and technology, um, but make sure that you are uh, prepared. There's always going to be upgrades to different platforms and sometimes you're going to get caught and stuck. And um, so the best thing to do is, is to work on being prepared. We're all human beings. I get that. And don't, don't let that intimidate you either. That's one thing that I don't allow to happen is things like this to intimidate me. I'm a human being and we just roll with it and we make it happen. So he, here's some of the, 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 the way to go about preparing for third-party credibility. And I've, I've done that. Um, I've explained that many, many, many times in the past. So if, if you're doing it in person or by phone, Whatever the situation may be, or by Zoom, right, by a virtual presentation, it's very important is introduce your mentor leader 
and edify them properly. Number two is you also want to introduce your prospect and edify them at an equal level. You've heard us train this often. It's important that someone is not doesn't feel beneath. And Canada doesn't go well anyway. So we have to create an equal playing field where, okay, you got the leader and he's a, he's a specialist and whatever is successful in this and Max International. And by the way, Chris or Tammy, I want you to, I want you to introduce you to John and John uh, you know, is a medical practitioner. He's a, he's a wonderful man. He cares whatever the situation may be. So at this point is you, you want to also edify the person. And then at this point, you want to turn the conversation over to the mentor leader. And one thing that you want to say to avoid the awkward silence by Hoki, who speaks first, who says hi first. One thing that um, you know leaders have done in the past is they would say, uh, Chris or Tommy, why don't you say hi to, let's say, John? So now we have a clear starting point without this awkward silence, who's going to start speaking. And again, it makes the call smooth professional. And then we start flowing with the information, asking questions, building relationship, establishing credibility. And that's the power of third party, um, the, the, the third party credibility call. Now, when you close off the conversation and often folks, this is where we lose the prospect is the leader, the mentor signs off. And depending on the level of experience that you have, you stay on the call. And unfortunately, they were at the top of the food chain. They were just, just there. And, and now they're, they're, they're at the top. Now they're starting to decline. They start going down. Just, oh, is that one of those things? And, and what happens is depending on your level of experience, and I'm not saying it's no good to stay with them on the phone, but it depends. If you're an experienced networker, you, you know what to do. The next step is either sign them up, get them to buy a product, or book the next call. That's what a professional networker will do. Where a non, you know, someone who's less experienced, that's a little bit nervous, a little bit less confident, they're going to start being slapped around by their prospect and start listening, you know, focusing on all their questions that could be uh, destructive to what was built because they're going to make uh, a decision based on what they're hearing and not really what the facts are just because of the lack of experience. For that reason, what we recommend if you're not an experienced networker is once the leader leaves, you don't want to run away, right? You want to finish the conversation. So for example, if someone says, well, can you tell me more about this or more about that? I mean, you know what? I actually love that. Let me do this. Let me gather that information and send it over to you. And then it gives you time and it gives you the 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 space to deal with your leader, you would call the leader back and you would say, listen, this is going on. This is what's happening. So what's happening is be, while the conversation is over, you're, you're feeding the, your, your, your leader, your mentor on what's actually happening to help you close and to help you to kind of move the prospect to where you want him to go. Okay. Yeah. So leveraging leaders equals leveraged income. And that, that is the truth. As you, as you start getting momentum by following the whole process, including that third-party validation, until you can be um, the leader yourself where you can easily close people. But even then, as I mentioned to you, we continue to follow the full system, even though we don't really have to. We do it because it it shows people that um, there's a system for people to follow through. And the prospect 
will go through that whole system, every single one of our prospects. What's going on here uh, when we go through the summary of third-party credibility is one, your role really is to edify your mentor leader and your prospect. Okay. That's the role. Okay. And the thing is you, you tend to want to stay quiet throughout the conversation while the leader is, is, is especially if you're new at this business or are doing this kind of process. So you don't kind of deviate the conversation every time and take a conversation that could last 10 minutes to be 45 minutes or even 90 minutes because there's constant interruption from um, conversation that kind of deviates a conversation to another that you need to bring back to what you're trying to do. So that's one of the reasons why you tend to want to stay quiet. It's also, you don't want to overwhelm the prospect with too much information that could be a little overwhelming to the, to the person, right? And then end a discussion by thinking your, your leader and giving your prospect a clear next step. What are we going from there? Are you want to try the product? Um, you want to become an associate, or do you need more information? These are the really the three steps, and it's very clear clarity. I, I mean, I, I cannot stress you on enough on that. You need to establish clarity. You don't want to hand up the call with gray zone area, not knowing what's going on, or they're interested, or they're going to pick up my next call. You need clarity. Where are we? Okay, this is something that I'm very very strong on. And your mentor's role is to edify you, as Tammy stated earlier, is to establish credibility um, with you and the environment that you're presenting to your prospect, build a relationship with your prospect and not to push or to sell or oversell, but just to build a relationship and create some value. Because the reality is there's true value what we have to offer, true, true, true value. But this value will only be transcended by your words in the way that you are presenting the information. Okay, so I guess we can end on this note, Tammy, and looking forward to chat with you this week. Bye for now.